the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Uh, you may have noticed uh, gas prices are on the rise. What are they up? Like three sixty-five, three seventy-five? They've jumped about mm, I don't know forty cents. It seems three seventy-five. Three seventy-five. Yowza. Okay, why? Well, OPEC announced that they were cutting a million barrels of oil production per day. They announced it like early in the week, and instantly prices climbed at the pump. Yeah, I know. That's taking advantage of you as a consumer. But it's happened for a long time, and it will continue to happen. They think, gas industry experts do, that gas prices, which were over $5 a gallon last year, uh, will soon be over $4 a gallon and maybe on their way to $5 a gallon. Now, of course, the fix for some of the rising gas prices when they escalated a year ago was a release of $200 million barrels of oil from the U.S. strategic oil reserves. That was the Biden administration's attempt to finagle with gas prices in order that it would not suffer huge electoral losses in the midterm. Mission accomplished. They did not suffer huge electoral losses in the midterms, but they have not yet replaced the 200 million barrels they sucked out of the strategic oil reserves. Now, a good time to have replenished that supply would have been when oil semi-recently declined to $71 a barrel, but they didn't do it. And now with OPEC cutting the prices or cutting the production rather on oil, the prices will increase. And so it will not be possible to increase the supply in the strategic oil reserves, which of course could cause a major future issue. Should we get into, oh, I don't know, a conflict with China over in Taiwan or some other unforeseen thing that could come along? Uh, here is Charles Payne of Fox Business talking about the precarious situation that we have with the strategic oil reserves. Listen to this from Bloomberg. You know, very favorable to the White House. The White House risks blowing the greatest oil trade ever, ever. By not taking seriously the Strategic Petroleum Reserve refill, it means that missing a chance to refill it cheap, letting OPEC manage the oil cycle, undermining domestic producers, wasting a powerful non-monetary tool to fight inflation. You know why? Because they knew that this would help them win the midterm election, and I think maybe at some point they really thought they would refill it after, but it felt too good. They thought maybe we can keep it going until the, to the uh, general, you know, to the presidential election. And now it's blowing up in their faces. Unfortunately, our, our audience has to pay the price. Mm, yeah, that'd be you and me. Now, House Republicans are doing what they can. They actually are doing everything they can. Biden says he is. He's not. The House Republicans passed the Lower Energy Costs Act last week. But, of course, the bill will not get any Democratic support in the Senate, 
where Chuck Schumer rules the day and will not bring it up for a vote. But I do like the Republican strategy, which is get on the record with things you have passed that Democrats refuse to address or pass themselves. The problem is you need an honest media to tell that story when we get closer to an election. And you and I both know that we don't have an honest media in this country. In fact, have you heard about this? I bet not. The House Freedom Caucus has introduced a set of bills that will reduce non-discretionary spending in our country to pre-COVID levels. What is the point of that? (laughs) To end government waste and to trim a modest $1 trillion off the national debt, which is roughly $32 trillion at this point in time. But again, the Democratic-controlled Senate will not air those matters. And even if it did, and even if it passed, you know Joe Biden would veto it. The presidency has a ton of power. This is why I talk about the essential nature of winning the presidency in 2024. Yes, it's important to win the House. Yes, it would be nice to win the Senate and the Senate calendar of people up for re-election is favorable to the Republican Party in 2024. Demonstrated here at home by Sherrod Brown being on the ballot at last at a period of time where it does not appear that he will skate. He will have, I assume, a robust opposition in the Senate. I do not consider Matt Dolan robust opposition. Although I will give Matt Dolan this. He is making the rounds on lots and lots of media, not here on this show, because he knows when he comes on, he will be asked about being a co-sponsor of the pro-LGBTQ act that likely will not ever get a reading in the Ohio General Assembly, but Dolan is a Republican sponsor of that bill. So that's why Dolan won't come on this station, but he will go on other stations and he will talk about his trip to the border, which, again, I'm not opposed to a politician going to the border. But what is the purpose of an Ohio senator? Not a senator from Ohio. Not a senator for Ohio. An Ohio senator. We have, like, what, 33 senators in the state of Ohio, in the Ohio State House. Why is Matt Dolan using his time to go down to the Ohio border? Well, obviously, you know, because he wants to tell everyone when he's campaigning for the next job he hopes to get in politics that I've been to the border. Great. I appreciate it. You've been to the border. Great. But I don't find it particularly relevant to your current job, which is to serve in the Ohio Senate. Before you get to serve in the Senate in Washington, D.C., could I please bother you to do something in the state of Ohio for, I don't know, the Save Women's Sports Act, although that would probably chafe against your LGBTQ-leaning tendencies, or could I get you to advocate for school choice, universal school choice in the state of Ohio? Matt, would that be something you could get behind? He didn't have to worry about school choice when he was growing up Dolan in Cleveland, Ohio. He was able to go to whatever private school he wanted to go to because the Dolans are ridiculously wealthy, which I don't have a problem with. Their own business acumen, ingenuity, made them almost incalculably wealthy, fine, not jealous, but there are many people in the state of Ohio who would like to send their kid to a private school, and they would like to have... Somebody in the Ohio legislature realized that this is a very popular item with people in the state of Ohio, and it would behoove you as someone who wants to be a senator 
representing the state of Ohio. If you really want to curry favor, Matt, I would dare say that getting behind universal school choice in the state of Ohio will do more for you as a candidate for the federal Senate than going to the border and telling us how screwed up it is because we already know how screwed up it is. Yes, Alan Rogers. Hey, <laughs> you said Ohio border. I did? <laughs> yeah. I meant southern no, border. I know, I know. We know. We we know. I have no objection to people from Kentucky coming across yeah. the border. <laughs> They're welcome. Or vice versa. I apologize. Uh, and no, anyway, uh, I would love to see a survey of how many of the Ohio House and Senate people send their kids to private school. I'd like to see something come up for a vote in the Ohio House and in the Ohio Senate so the supermajority Republicans would have to actually, on the record, take a stand. If they're not going to support school choice, and they're not, then at least make them own it. At least make them own it. Why, Bruce, people would be primaried, and we'd lose that majority. And <laughs> I don't think we'd lose that majority. I think we'd lose a lot of deadweight Republicans. Boat anchors. Which would be great. Fantastic. Now, there's an interesting story that came across Variety today, which I'm not typically used to reading Variety, but the details of such caught my eye. Think about cancel culture and how it is wielded against anyone who is conservative. Uh, Variety refers to this as a stunning expose about CNN anchor Don Lemon, who recently fell afoul of some people by saying that Nikki Haley was, quote, past her prime. When it comes to running for president, she's 51, by the way. Well, that is only one of a host of provocative things Don Lemon has done. There was a time where CNN sent a different journalist, Kyra Phillips, who I don't know, but now is uh, at NBC, to the uh, Iraq war. Lemon coveted the role for himself. He handled it very maturely. He went to her desk and ripped up a bunch of pictures on her desk and then sent her a threatening text that said, you've crossed the line, you're going to pay for it. He also disparaged Soledad O'Brien as not black enough to host a CNN show, Black in America. Yet he remains employed. Of course he does. Well, we have um, no shortage of allegiance in the state of Ohio to our sports teams. We love our sports. We love our teams. You can see that every time TV ratings come out for anything sports-related. doesn't even have to have an Ohio team in it. The ratings are astronomical from Columbus, Dayton, Cleveland, Cincinnati. So we love our sports teams. But do we love them enough to foot the bill with our tax dollars? for injuries suffered by the players of these teams. You're going, huh? What? What are you talking about? Well, that thing that protects you when you are injured on the job, Ohio workers' compensation, professional athletes who play on teams in the state of Ohio, Cavs, Guardians, Browns, Reds, Bengals, Columbus Crew, Blue Jackets, they also can use Ohio's workers' compensation program to compensate themselves for their work-related injuries. You say, wait a minute, they're playing a game, Bruce. Yes, well, that's their work. Now, one of the Republicans in the General Assembly, State Representative Bill Seitz of Cincinnati, 
as a measure that would prohibit professional athletes from filing permanent partial disability claims over work-related injuries or illnesses in the state of Ohio. Alan, you're rolling your eyes. Are you against Joey Votto and Deshaun Watson and others of their professional abilities being compensated by the Ohio Workers' Compensation Program? That would be a big yes because they already (laughs) have medical teams and trainers and things like that that they're paying for in essence or the team is paying for. It's already covered. And oh, to, I would think so. I know this. double dip like that. Uh, I know you. some of the team doctors for the Blue Jackets, and they are the best of the best. Awesome, well, well, awesome doctors. Uh, uh, even the college. Come on, Ohio State has... Yes, they do. That's the best of the best. Uh, critics, and I'm not talking about Alan Rogers. I'm talking about critics of Bill Seitz. Critics of uh, the proposal to keep athletes from capitalizing on Ohio's workers' compensation program include the National Football League Players Association. Uh, They do not want athletes not to be able. In fact, they say that Seitz's measure would strip all players of their workers' compensation benefits, forcing athletes to foot the bill for their own treatment. I don't think so. I think the teams are on the hook for that, not the athletes. You're under contract. I think the team pays for all that. Do they get coverage and care after their playing days are over. I don't know that. Lots of them do for a while. Yeah. This is why you should save some of your money rather yeah. than spending it on four different houses. Uh, so, we shall see. Uh, the minimum salary for an NFL player is $795,000. Uh, most players in the NFL are paid close to $2 million a year or more. So, that measure is out there. And we will see if Bill Seitz is successful in doing it. I hope Bill and the other people in the General Assembly are more invested in getting school choice passed in the state of Ohio. But I know that's not going to pass. I just keep mentioning it because I like to continue to hold them accountable to whatever degree that I can. Now today, Alan, did you know, is not just... Is today opening day in Cleveland? Uh, Jeff would know. Tomorrow, Jeff. Tomorrow would know. Tomorrow is opening day in Cleveland? Tomorrow. Jeff says yes. Tomorrow, okay. Who's Jeff? Well, today, Jeff is going to be uh, the producer of the Bruce Hooley Show in due time. Yes. I'm told. He, I'm training him. You're training him. So he doesn't get worse <laughs> for the injuries he sustained. Get him, through the, get him through the Gallagher portion of the training. Uh, <laughs> uh, today is not opening day. I've been apprised. Tomorrow is opening day. But today is uh, National Burrito Day. National Are you aware Bur- that today was National Burrito Day? I'm not a burrito Barista well, that was going to be my next question, was how long has it been since you've been to a Mexican restaurant? Mm, forever. Forever? Okay. Well, well Taco Bell if you go it... today, you might be able to get a free burrito. Chipotle Ugh. is... Uh, oh, Sorry. That was an editorial comment. <laughs> is offering uh, 20,000... Wait a minute. Yes. They're partnering with Grubhub to give away 20,000 free burritos with a $20 minimum order. It's been a while since I've been to Chipotle. I was going to say a $20 minimum order at Chipotle would, in the old days, would be four burritos. Would it be, wouldn't be, three burritos wouldn't get you to 20 bucks from Chipotle, would it? I bet Jeff would know. We're checking. What, say, Jeff, what? Three burritos is going to get you over 20 at Chipotle. Three burritos is going to get, thank you, Joe Biden. That's Biden insurance, that's Biden inflation. That's burrito inflation, according to Joe Biden. Uh, And they will deliver those quote-unquote, free burritos for no additional charge. If you believe that, 
then I suppose you believe Joe Biden is doing everything he can. Moe's Southwest Grill will give you uh, one burrito for 50% off when you buy another. Taco Bell will also give you a free grilled cheese burrito with a $20 minimum order. No thanks. You have to spend $20 for something to be given to you free. I don't think it's free. I wonder if it was Just 10, talking. 10 or less when Trump was president. Anyway. Probably so. Uh, there is a new restaurant coming to Columbus. A new restaurant theme. I've never heard of this before. A cereal, spelled with a C, like breakfast cereal, themed dessert shop with dozens of cereal brands. I like a bowl of cereal as much as the next man. Probably more than the next man. Thanks to whoever left the Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the lunchroom the other day. But if you're going to leave Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the lunchroom, could you leave some milk too, please? I don't eat my cereal dry. Jeff is yelling, I did! Okay, sorry, Jeff. Uh, The cereal-themed dessert shop called Out of the Box is now open. And uh, it will offer 70 different brands of cereal bars, cereal-themed treats, Cereal-flavored waffles, funnel cakes, and donuts. The favorites of this restaurant are a Captain Crunch waffle. I think I can honestly say I've never ate a bowl of Captain Crunch in my life. Never. I kind of did. Fruit Loops donuts and a Fruity Pebbles funnel cake. That sounds kind of good. Fruity Pebbles funnel cake. I could go for that. I gave you the numbers on the Ohio sports betting the other day that Ohio, the state of Ohio brought in $280 million for the first couple months of the year. Uh, late num- later numbers show that the state's overall betting total fell from $1.1 billion in January. This is the total amount bet by gamblers. $1.1 billion in January to $640 million in February. Gee, can any of the geniuses in charge of this particular phenomenon possibly guess why the amount of money bet in the state of Ohio would have fallen by half a billion dollars from January to February? I can think of some. Super Bowl would be one. Say, wait a minute, the Super Bowl's in February. Yes, but that doesn't mean you wait to bet on the Super Bowl until February. You also have a whole month of college football, playoff games, national championship game, NFL playoff game. Okay? So people probably bet in advance of the Super Bowl. You had two weeks this year to wait for the Super Bowl, but that would explain it. Um, The decline is not seen as a, a problematic issue. Of course not. People are always going to bet. They're betting at kiosks, they're betting at casinos, they're betting everywhere. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.